I think three. Wait, three. No. Good afternoon. Good morning or good evening, wherever you're joining. This is the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Monday, the 10th of December, 2018. This is episode number 67. And I am Edwin Frondozo. The Business Leadership Podcast Live is a live call-in radio show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss the latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you personally and professionally grow. This episode is brought to you by Slingshot VoIP, a leader in business voice AI technologies that help companies understand what the customers are saying when they're calling in. Thank you for joining. Super excited to introduce my co-host today, a friend of mine. Her name is Cherry Rose Tan. She is a certified transformative coach um, known as the Founder Whisperer. She helps founders create a healthy and indestructible relationship with their emotions. Once an award-winning educator, she has, caught, she has taught Canada's billionaire families. She's a fifth-generation entrepreneur, has built companies alongside her brother for 14 years, and it has led to the creation of Paycase Financial, Canada's first fully compliant crypto exchange with TMX and BMO. And she acts as an early investor. Cherry's a mental health authority in the tech space, speaking regularly at conferences. She has been featured by CBC, The Globe and Mail, and Inc. She leads, she leads for founders by founders, a platform where founders and investors pledge their mental health stories. So today we thought would be a great topic is around what's the one thing, your one thing in business, really based about the book of The One Thing, which asked the question, <laughs> what's your one thing? Um, so super excited. If you are joining us live, uh, say hello. Let us know where you're joining us from. If you have any questions throughout the conversation, just feel free to message in the browser. Or if you have any questions for us or stories about the one thing, and want to join us live on air, let us know. I'd be happy to have you. Cherry, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me on this podcast, Edwin. Oh, happy happy to have you. Shout outs to Craig. Craig Allen, thanks for joining us from Fredericton, New Brunswick. Um, for, Craig, if you have any questions, let us know. Thanks for joining. Oh, yeah, and happy Monday, Cherry. I mean, I know right before we went on air, we were talking about a couple of things and we just wanted to get mm -hmm. live. Yeah. And uh, I know I'm super excited for your platform. I, uh, I know I mentioned it in the intro for founders by founders, but I know for those listening, uh, super excited for Cherry's new platform that she's launching and I'm always happy to help it. And hopefully we could get to, to some of that as well uh, throughout the conversation. Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And I'm, yeah, I'm so excited for us to chat because I think this is going to be, uh, yeah, just awesome just to kind of explore this topic. Awesome. Yeah. One thing. The one thing. So let, let's just jump into it. I, I don't really know where to start, but I was just thinking in terms of myself, 2019 and, um, you know, how do I grow my, myself as an entrepreneur, my own business leadership platform? So I'm wondering, Cherry, from your point of view, like what creates success? Mm, yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, first of all, I, I, I still love that we're talking about these topics because, you know, you mentioned like 2019 is coming, right? And I feel like for me and like when I chat with so many founders, we've been in such a reflective mode. 
<laughs> in terms of trying to understand like, hey, like, you know, what are some of the patterns that we carry around success? And maybe what are some of the things that are stopping us? And something that I've been really curious about this, this past year is actually around like creativity and, and how does creativity um, affect the way that I tap into success? Because um, I think, I think this year, like if I was being really honest, like I've taken a lot of risks in terms of how I've been building, you know, sort of my latest business. And when I was reflecting on my journey, <laughs> really honestly, like, um, especially when I first started in, in sort of the tech space, I was coming from a place of a lot of very, very operational, like a lot of metrics, like a lot of measuring, a lot of planning. And um, literally like last, so March, March mm -hmm. of 2018, I, I read this, I read this book called The Surrender Experiment. And the guy who wrote it, his name is Michael A. Singer. Um, he used to be like this tech executive who ran like a $300 million tech company. Yeah. And it was the most mind boggling book I was reading because I'm reading this biography. And he talks about this concept of like, well, what would success be like if you were to create it from a place of like flow, from a place of allowing things to happen, from a place of, you know, coming into every single event and every single meeting with a new person with a place of wonder. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's this like this openness. And I was like, I was really boggled because I was like, oh, I've always come from success. I mean, in the past from a place of control and from a place of like always wanting to do as much as possible. And this was such a minimalist way of looking at it. And so I feel like this past year, when you talk about like what creates success, I've been trying to come from that place instead of, you know, what would it be like be in that creative flow? Like what would that be like to be in a place where I'm hyper-focused on one thing and sort of allowing myself to be creative about how I get there. So kind of like having the North star. Yeah. But yeah, but allowing myself to be open to, to the way I could get there. And I mean, that's super, that, that's super interesting about when you talk about flow. It almost sounds a little magical or mystical, no, Cherry? <laughs> for, for people, <laughs> you know, like who, people who are coming from that, like, very operational um, framework or work experience right now or, or maybe listening right now from their desk, like, like what does that even mean, like, going with your flow and letting things happen? Like, how, how did you allow yourself, I guess, with this book, The Surrender Experiment, like, how did you let yourself go? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's such a good question. Um, okay, so I was even just thinking about this year, right? Um, so, I mean, the last five years I've been in the crypto space, and this year I've been in transition because um, – what I'm doing now is I, I'm switching over to, to working on mental health. So that's my 10 year mm -hmm. mission. And I'll be really honest, like the, the platform that I'm working on, right. You, you mentioned it briefly in my bio. So it's called four founders by founders. And what we're launching um, on January 31st is like this historic story platform where 
we've been going up basically to like high profile founders and high profile investors. So especially a lot of venture capitalists and pledge their mental health stories, which is, you know, like really honestly, it requires, you know, vulnerability. It requires courage. Um, and what's been mind boggling about this is, um, so like confession, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in January, all I had was my North star. Like I, my, my 10 year mission is to, um, yeah, is to stop, um, or prevent the emotional and mental pain that is present right now in the business world. Cause I, I feel like so many founders, so many entrepreneurs go through mental illness and in the stats, it's like 72% of entrepreneurs have experienced mental illness at one point in their life. So that's like a lot of us. Yes. And so I had that North star and it was so mind boggling when I talk about flow and it's like, I decided in January uh, to, to come back to a place of like not making assumptions. I was the intention that I want to see a business world where people are not suffering from mental illness. That, that mm-hmm. is the, that is the tenure mission. And I just kept asking that question every single day. And so what organically started to happen because I just became open is like, Oh, so, you know, in, in March, I spoke at a crypto conference and, <laughs> um, and it was so funny because I met, this organizer um, who's like a family friend and I told him I said hey so I'm actually transitioning now and I'm doing stuff on mental health do you mind if I do like a five-minute keynote at your conference and he had like 800 people um, at his conference and 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 so I did that and it sparked something in people where a lot of founders me after the event and they're like hey can can we continue this conversation because I don't have anyone to talk to about how stressful it is to be in crypto. And then because of that event, it, you know, like a month later I was speaking at um, like a startup. I was, speak- I was actually speaking at Shopify about mental health. Cause I got invited to, to speak at this event called fuck up nights. Mm-hmm. And then it, it was so bizarre. Like, okay. So like I was speaking at this event and, a few weeks before and I was already signed up, um, the organizer was like, hey, so um, the CBC uh, wants to cover mental health because that's such a huge and requested thing right now um, on their network. And they asked the organizer, hey, can we come in and bring our, our film crews and like film your talk? Well, and, and yeah, and it was mind boggling. And then that happened. And because of that, it, there's a person in the crowd um, that night. And then she invited me to a podcast that she was going to be creating in September about workplace wellness. And legit, like at this, uh, <laughs> at the studio where we, where we uh, recorded the podcast, the producer, the person who was helping record you know, doing the recording equipment. So she owned the studio. She later got commissioned to do the podcast for the Globe and Mail. And then two months after that, um, I, I ended up on the Globe and Mail podcast to talk about mental health. We literally just recorded the season finale um, for this podcast where they invite um, like 
entrepreneurs to talk about what it's like to be first, to talk about what it's like to run a movement. And so that's kind of a little bit of a taste of what I talk about when I say flow. It's like, and I don't mean to be vague about it, but it's like, it's, it's such a weird thing. Like what has happened to my life about not trying to plan every minutia of my life and being okay to play around and to be okay to accept opportunities where I don't know the people that I'm necessarily meeting and I don't know how it's going to be like when I do these talks. And, and it's mind boggling to me. Like I didn't know that this is where like, like this is where I would end up at the end of the year. But because I just said yes, yes to a bunch of things like it ended up yeah I ended up on the Globe and Mail and I ended up on the CBC and and then I ended up you know even with this platform because so many founders kept coming up to me at all these different conferences and saying hey can I share with you a story that I haven't shared ever with like my spouse and like my co-founder and like my friends Mm -hmm. um and yeah so that just made me wonder like I think founders are so brilliant sometimes I think our brilliance is we tend to plan so many things I kind of wonder what it's like to bounce that out with a little bit of play and a little bit of sort of flowing into just saying yes to opportunities and to sort of see where it goes that's that's great you know no thanks for sharing it and and there's a couple things I wanted to bring out in that if you're just joining us live what we're talking about is what we started talking about it and I love the way live podcast goes, because it could go anywhere. And um, we were we were starting about, you know, the one thing, and I'm definitely going to come back to that and how, how, how we're just living in the flow, quote unquote, flow and letting things happen. So if you have any questions, let us know. Um, but so when you talked about flow, it did, do you think these things happen because you had that one thing that was mental health for, for, um, for tech founders? Mm. Like you mean if I if I I was carrying the one thing with me while while doing these different activities? Yeah, like because you said you had a north star, and then mm. and then you let it you you know you shared it with someone, but it was a very specific north star when you were sharing. Right. That's yeah. What, that's the the one thing talks about, right? Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess for context, especially for, for people listening, I mean, Edwin and I, we got really excited about the one thing. Um, and in this book, uh, the person who wrote it um, is one of the writers is Gary Keller, who runs Keller Williams Realty, which is like the biggest real estate company in the world. And he talks about the secret for his creation of his empire is he asks himself every single day, what is the one thing that I can do that would make everything else relevant? And he, uh, he gives this concept of this idea of rather than coming from a place of like control where you're trying to do every single thing, like, like if, if our life and like, 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 let's say our success, if we were trying to build momentum, we're trying to build up to this mountain And you can imagine every single step was like, let's say like a domino. And the dominoes, like as one domino knocks over, it knocks over the next domino and you're kind of going on this journey. You know, Gary kind of talks about, well, what what would it be like 
to not go up to every single domino individually and like knock it over. What mm-hmm. would it be like to go to the one, the first domino and to knock that over and to know that everything else would create momentum. Um, so, and this is kind of controversial. I'm actually really excited to hear what, what you think about this, but I feel like my, my one thing has really changed. Um, sure. Yeah. I think from, more, from I, what, from, yeah. Yeah. I, so I used to be really neurotic about, <laughs> about psychometrics tests about like, cause, cause I come from a neuroscience background and I had this thing, literally like this habit for 10 years where every six months I would retest myself on the major, on the major personality test. And I literally created myself like a, it was almost like I was making um, like psychometric battery, like a series of tests. And I would be like, okay, well this, you know, I want the Myers-Briggs test. I want strengths finder. I want the fascination advantage. I want wealth dynamics. And I would test myself every six months because I was so concerned all the time about, oh man, like, do I really know myself? Yeah. And I would test to see if the results were the same. And I feel like this year, I it hasn't been so focused as much about the one thing used to be, okay, like I used to think it was about knowing myself, mm-hmm. knowing myself at a hundred percent, like, like who is Cherry Rose? You know, what does she imagine herself 10 years from now? You know, what are all of her strongest advantages as a leader? You know, what's her communication style? So all that stuff. And this year, something really changed for me. And I feel like the one thing for me this year has been about being present. And what I mean by this is, hmm, how to explain it? When I started doing this experiment, like the surrender experiment and trying it in my life, I realized that before I read that book, I wasn't very present in my life. Like, I, I, I had a really busy schedule and I'd be like in meeting after meeting, I'd be like, okay, I'm with this investor and then, oh, oh I got to hop on an Uber and I'm at the startup and then, oh, okay. Like at night I, I need, I need to plan out like the wireframe for like this launch <laughs> and everything was planned. Right. To the, I said to like the minutia and what ended up happening is in, in a way, like I felt like I was just living from like a, like a place I was just living from my head and I wasn't very present with people. And um, I think a lot of the feedback that I also got back from, from some people who were kind enough to give me um, honest feedback was like, Hey, like I can tell you care, but I don't know if I can really feel you emotionally. Right. Like you, you seem, you seem like you're here, but not really here. Yeah, yeah. Like I like, and it was, and I didn't at the time. I just thought, okay, that that's like, I don't get what that means. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, right? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I've started to try to be present, like in the moment, like rather than thinking about the next view, I'm like, okay, I'm just present with this particular person. And what I started realizing, especially with, founders because I talk mostly with founders is like oh when I'm asking somebody for example like hey how are you doing 
and when they tell me, oh, hey, like everything's okay, you know, stuff is busy, but the company's great. When I present, I was like, oh, there's actually a deeper layer of conversation that I wasn't present to before because a lot of the times when people are telling me that they're okay, for example, when I was talking with founders, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I can feel that that's not like, like there's something else. And I actually am curious to explore that. It's like, uh, you know, for example, now when I talk with founders, I'm like, hey, but like, how are you really doing as a person? You know, not not as the CEO, not as like a VC, but how, how like how is, you know, how is James doing today? Yes. Yeah. Right? yeah. Or how's James feeling today? And what started happening was like, as I said, like I had like 35 different founders come up to me over this past year and people were sharing these stories that they never shared with another person. And that started happening when I became and so it just it just makes me wonder, like, <laughs> honestly, like, like, what are all the other things in my life that I haven't been present to? Right. Like, I'm just talking about business right now. But like, I'm just thinking about like, oh, my God, like when I'm going on dates. Right. Yeah. Or when I'm with my family or when I'm exercising, like, 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 where else is this showing up that I wasn't being present before? And I was just totally an autopilot. Easy. Like, I don't know. So. I mean, I'm curious, like, like, like what, what you think about, uh, like, what do you think of that? And I mean, what you think about in terms of your one thing? No, I mean, it's, it's super important in terms of understanding the one thing. Um, if you're just joining us live, we're talking about, you know, what's the one thing that, that starts the momentum of everything. Um, so if you have any questions, let us know. Um, super, super deep conversation here with Cherry Rose. So really, really grateful for her time. But I mean, in terms of in terms of the one thing of being present in 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 life, I guess not even in life, just even if you're just in conversations with someone, I think that's that's super important. I mean, like I do talks on networking, and I always tell people, don't go to network, go meet three new friends. I think that's the only way you can make friends is if you open up, right? Um, yeah. And listen, and really listen, and try to understand. Um, and I think you being saying that that's your one thing right now. I think that's important because what happens is you create this instant connection. You learn, you, people trust you right away. Um, they feel nothing. They feel your presence. They feel you. They see that you're learning and, and I mean, not, not to even say what you're trying to do with your platform or anything, but you know, that's where, you know, that spark starts, for example, whether it's within a business relationship, romantic relationship, any type of relationship, there has to be a spark where the momentum starts. So you being present, I think sparks happen, right? So <laughs> sparks happen, things happen, great things happen from that, right? Um, and at the very least, I think friendships happen. Um, yeah. I, think, I think that's super important. I mean, me, I mean, my one thing, I read that book. I can't even remember, Cherry, a couple of years ago. And I remember reading, I'm like, man, I don't even know what my one thing is. Like, it's like, that's great that people know what their one thing is. Like, like, honestly, I had no idea what my one thing is. What's, what's my drive? 
But I know, I know when I had my daughter, things started getting into a little more perspective. I, I used to go to networking events every day. I used to work all weekend. I used to, I was, I guess what you would say, autopilot, being a tech founder, thinking there's a billion things you need to do. Um, so she sort of sort of changed my perspective in terms of life. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not even enjoying. Like, this is, you know, I don't, things happen. They, nothing's going to break if I don't work on the weekend or uh, if I don't go to every networking event. And then at the same time, that same year she was born, I, I launched my podcast, that platform. And it brought me back to, to connecting and, and learning and sharing stories of leadership, whether it's, le it could be leadership and leadership's very broad, um, but you know, how to be a better person. Right. And it could be me sharing stories. Like don't work during the weekend. Like hustle is, is over you. I mean, I, I'm sure you taught, you hear about this all the time. Uh, when you talk to the tech founders, it's like hustle is an overused over glorified word that will probably lead you to depression. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Why do we talk about hustle? Why do I have a mug in my kitchen right now that says hustle? <laughs> like, why do I have that? Like, it's not very cool. So I think for me, my one thing has changed, obviously, whether it's changed or I discovered it that or rediscovered it um, with the fact where I'm that connector and I am that person that brings people. And I, and I you know, I love learning and sharing uh, and bringing, bring amazing ideas together. And having having that sort of background, I I think that became fifty three things, not one thing. <laughs> but uh, so I'm not sure. I'm still, I'm still trying to discover. And I know when me and you have talks, you always talk about like Edwin. Like, what are you? You know, you know. Even even when I sent you a couple of my talking points, right? You're like, okay, let's make sure that lines up to your bio too, so it all makes sense, right? Um, it, it, it's throughout your whole messaging. So it's, uh, I'm still trying to discover that, to be quite honest. Mm. Thanks for sharing that, Edwin. I mean, <laughs> you know, you, 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 your share just sparked something in me, <laughs> actually. Uh -oh. um, the sparks, yeah, the sparks are happening. Yeah. You made me think of, you, oh my God, they're starting. <laughs> um, you actually made me think of a memory I had this past year. So... Um, I've been really open about this in the tech industry, but I, um, I've, I've had some very, very, <laughs> um, and, you know, when I had my first startup, I had this experience where I burned out like really, really hard. Like, yeah. like, I, I, you know, I literally almost died from, from exhaustion and, it, and it's no joke. Cause like this, this is more common than people think. And I, and I tell people that part of my recovery um, is that I started working with coaches. So like, you know, over, over the last several years, I've, um, I've trained under four different coaches and they're very different things. Like I had, I had a coach specifically for business leadership. Mm -hmm. um, I, had, I had two coaches actually around my feminine energy Wow. I, I realized like, I was like, whoa, like, uh, I've, I've been working completely, you know, off of like, very, a very masculine kind of way of doing things, because obviously, I come from tech. And, you know, even like, in my family, um, my immediate family, two of the founders, like my dad and my brother, are kind of that way, too. So like, we, you know, kind of had that 
mindset, you know, and I, and then later on, I worked with the coach who, uh, my latest one this past year, who works a lot with creativity and, and flow, quote unquote flow. Mm -hmm. And one thing he told me, you know, earlier this year was like, you know, when, when you think about success, maybe, maybe our stories of success are wrong. And, and the example he gave to me was, you know, um, when we create things, I, I th you know, what he sees is that we live in a society where, you know, people, people want, let's say, let's say you're doing some major launch, right? Like, let's say you want to, you want to build out this product. In, in tech right now, a lot of the story is like, well, you got to try to do as much as possible. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you got, and you got to do it with the least amount of resources. So you, so there's a lot, that's what the hustle comes from, right? Like people pride themselves on trying to do as much as they can with as little resources as possible. And part of that is like, you know, and I'm sure founders can relate. You, you kind of never feel like grounded. You never feel like you're going into something deep enough. Like mm -hmm. I almost felt like, I almost felt like I was like, I was like, you know, if I had a counter of a, of, of different, I'm, I'm like grabbing like a little bit of every single thing and trying to carry all of it in my hands. And this, and this feeling of like, okay, like I need to make sure that I, I, I'm not dropping things as, as I'm, as I'm, you know, you know, going, going on and, and walking with, with all these, all these objects. And it just felt very uncomfortable. Like I never felt like I had mastery in any one particular thing. You were the jack. You were the jack. Yeah, exactly. And so um, my coach was like, well, what if we switch that around? And we thought about this idea of being hyper-focused and just instead of to 10 different things, we're always just picking like, quote, like really like a one thing. Mm -hmm. one thing like what 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 would it be like if as children we were taught every single day that hey if you had a problem let's say you want to solve uh what's what's a good one good problem to solve okay so for example um like in crypto right so i can speak to this in crypto um the reason why my my family we're one of two families who own this this upcoming crypto exchange why we have this crypto exchange now is the 10 year problem that my brother and I tried to solve was how can we eradicate financial barriers from the world across the world? And because we asked that question every single day, all of our focus was always towards that. And so even though you're picking up, you know, let's say a new, new tool or a new partner, or, or a new piece of knowledge that, that gets you 0.5% of the way, because you're still aiming for that same spot, it doesn't matter if it takes you three years or five, in our case, it took us five years. At the end, you can get up there. You can get up to this place of like mastery, like this place at the top of the mountain that most people can't get to because you're, oh, you're so hyper-focused and you're almost chipping away at something. And so mm -hmm. that's what my coach told me. It's like, you know, he, he coaches like a lot of very top CEOs out in, in the States and he coaches actually a lot of people in Hollywood. 
happens. He says that he tells people that what would it be like to live a life where you're, you're so focused on just one thing and you kind of have this, uh, just allowing yourself to be willing to, to choose that thing that you want every single day and seeing what would happen in your life rather than settling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Accepting it and allowing yourself to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just even reflecting on that. Like I, Hmm. No, it's, it's, it's it's true. I mean, in terms of like, I mean, I, I like how that brought it out in you in terms of, uh, sharing and the sparks and working with coaches i i guess um if you're just joining us live we're talking about you know how 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 it would be going from someone who is like sort of a jack of all trades and really focusing on uh, on one mission and working on it and chipping away um if you have any questions for cherry rose or myself let us know we've got a couple minutes left for this episode um, but if you catch it on the replay, let me know if you have any questions. Love to hear your questions, your feedbacks after the fact. I'd love to hear from you, uh, what you thought about it. Um, but yeah, Cherry, I'd love to get, um, as we slowly end, I mean, we talked a lot of things and I, and I feel like we, you and I could always, <laughs> I know last time we were together, <laughs> we talked a long time more than, more than we think because we, you know, not only do we like enjoy and really sometimes go deep in some things and maybe that's both our platforms right now is really trying to find out, trying to find out truths as well. Um, I, th- I think we, we could always come back and revisit, you know, I'd always love to have you co-host on, on the, on the, on this live podcast, talk about specific things, not only one things I know as your platform grows or there's new initiatives or new questions that we could bring out and have discussions about, love to have you come back. But yeah, I'd love to get some of your final thoughts in terms of, you know, how do you go to do these one things? Or for those who are listening, you know, what type of tips would you give them? Mm. Yeah, that's a great question, Edwin. Um, you know, what occurred to me as we speak about this is I I think what, what was so valuable is – for, for all of us, especially, you know, for, you know, leaders, entrepreneurs, people who are really ambitious and have a goal that they want to go for, mm-hmm. that, like, we take more time in terms of how we create the questions that we ask ourselves every day. And I say this because, you know, Tony Robbins has this quote about, you know, the quality of your life depends on the quality of your questions. Yes. And, you know, when I think about that coach that I was retelling, right, this, like the lesson that he gave me you know, one thing that occurred to me is like, sometimes because maybe we're feeling insecure or feeling uncomfortable because we didn't get the result right away. You know, like we asked the question and we didn't get the result after like a week. And so we decide we're <laughs> going to change the question we want to ask. Right. And you to get, and a I, result, you know, to, to get a result quicker, right? Yeah. To get a result quicker. And oftentimes I think we settle for th- things that we don't really want, or we settle for something that's like, um, like 20% of like the original vision. Mm-hmm. And I, and I almost, that's, that's what sparked in me right now, just our whole conversation, like almost the ending of it is, I think so much of the one thing is based on 
asking questions that really get to a place of creating momentum, get to a place of creating truth, right? So, for example, um, you know, Elon Musk, um, and I and I love what he talks about when people ask him, you know, how did you come up with Tesla? How did you come up with SpaceX? Because there's these very lofty and it's such an incredible vision, right? Because like he, you know, he's very open about talking about all the things that he's building. It's because when he was in in university and creating his thesis, his vision for humanity is like he wants to see us be a spacefaring civilization. He wants to see us go and like colonize Mars. Yeah. And all the things he's building is so that he can build like almost the the full suite you know, full sweet stack of all the things we would need to be in Mars. And, and it just made me think, I'm like, okay, that's so cool. Like, what if we took more time asking ourselves the question that we want an answer to, right? Like, like take more time creating the vision, the, the, the grandest vision that we can, we can think of for our lives and really dedicate ourselves to that. And I feel like if we do that, organically like the one thing is going to show up because we're going to be looking at first principles and you know what Elon Musk talks about about you know what's what's the one principle that powers everything else Hmm. yeah no it's it's I love it it's it's uh so much I mean even for me as you were talking that I was wondering and as I think about going to the new year's like how do I and this was a conversation I had this morning is like, how do I allow myself to have more time? Because honestly, the last last couple of months have been great and exhausting at the same time because I'm getting all this momentum with my platforms. Things are growing, new projects are coming, new partnerships, new opportunities that I'm not I'm like, I'm consciously going into the new year, like, okay, Thursdays and Tuesdays, I'm not booking any meetings. Like, so I have my own time, um, whether it's to do work or do what, what not, it's like, I need to, you know, okay, fine. Have Monday, Wednesday and half of Friday, like do my meeting days, but I need days that I don't have any meetings. Right. Um, yeah. I think it goes back to what you were saying, um, about having that, that time to allow yourself. Right. I mean, obviously, you probably want to take a week off, two weeks, and do nothing and really unplug. But we could talk about that as well in terms of in the, in, in the next episode with Cherry Rose. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we're going to talk about. But Cherry, um, can you let us know where we can find more information about you? Um, maybe your new platform that's coming up, or anything else you'd like to share with us today? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, best way to find me, um, I'm pretty active on Twitter. Um, so my handle is at Cherry Rose Tan. Um, and in terms of platform, um, we're really excited to launch that. So that is uh, going to be on the website called fourfoundersbyfounders.com. And then my personal website is cherryrosetan.com. But, yeah, this is an open invitation as well to – um, anybody who's listening who wants to maybe have a further conversation about any of the topics or if you have any thoughts about what you're listening to, would love to would love to hear from you. Awesome. Well, I, I posted the links into the uh, into the chat uh, message group here underneath on on this episode, cherry. So 
definitely excited for your platform. Obviously, you know, if there's anything we could do, I could do, um, let us know. But it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Um, please, uh, please come back soon. Most definitely. And thanks for having me, Edwin. This was, yeah, this was really fun to be able to, to do this. Well, so I was... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, thank you so much again. I, I, this is nah. this is a fun conversation and one that definitely had to make me think. <laughs> that's what I aim. That's what I aim to do. But Cherry Rose, thank you again, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Bye now. Bye. This was the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It's an almost daily show. It happens every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, and if you haven't done so yet, be sure to check out my podcast, The Business Leadership Podcast, where I sit down with business leaders to discuss their personal journey and experience of business leadership. New episode drops every Tuesday, and you can catch it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. But that's a wrap. Everybody, happy Monday. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Edwin's. <laughs>